And we're live. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of Downtime with Downstar. And today we got the opportunity to sit down with the one, the only, the ultimate Big Mike. Hey, what's up, everybody? Oh, you know what we're missing right now, what's dude? Up? Damn, we should have downloaded it. Ugh. A soundboard. Okay. Because they would have been like, first it would have been, hun, hun, hun. And so then, you would have done those types of like And classic... then the clapping one. I see, I see. And then, of course, the horn. Bum, 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 bum. The racist horn. <laughs> it's racist. Bro. Why is the Jamaican horn slash air horn slash hip hop horn racist? Somebody created it. <laughs> what? What kind, what kind of answer is that? So, I don't know. So somebody created it and it's racist? I don't know, man. Today in this age, everything's either racist or somebody's getting raped it's, or something. It's sexist is, or racist, yeah. Something is going on, dude. This It's a crazy time that we're living in, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of hard to maneuver. I kind of really feel bad for the youth because they're not going to have the same dating life that we had back in the day certainly not certainly house parties and just going and doing whatever and just living living life like a crazy kid like you should be able to live life yeah it's evolved man it's definitely evolved most people are meeting each other in some form of digital setting online with not even online dating gaming you know, there's different ways. That's how they're becoming acquainted. Like you didn't, you don't have to man up and walk up to a woman, yeah, and just risk her rejecting you in front of her and or your friends. You don't really have to do that anymore, man. Back in the day, if you were to pull a broad off of a video game, that's like that's balls. But what, if what do you mean off of a video? Like, game? I don't know. Maybe online, you're playing Grand Theft Auto three or something you know and you're just like in the chat box <laughs> i never got into gaming like that i'm sure there's been a, a social media in gaming for years already oh yeah and if you were be able to pull a girl from that that's pretty I have respectable a, i have one of my uh longest female friends her current husband man she's been married for i don't know six years now seven years and she met him off uh, final fantasy the chat they were, she's like, she was a Final Fantasy gamer no with the headset shit. and everything. And I don't know how people communicate that way or, or get acquainted, I should say. And they met and, and communicated enough to segue off of that to whatever personal conversation. And, and they decided to meet and everything's from another state and all that. No way. Married, two children. Wow. Yeah, she left California to go be with him. That's crazy. Yeah, man. man. You know, social media, it's... Um it helps us out a lot, but it also hurts us a lot because, like you said, the kids don't even have to have the courage to go up to somebody and ask them for their number, and they're not even expecting it. You know, if you want to hit somebody up, you, I don't even know. If you ask somebody for their – like we would ask for their number. What do you ask for now? Their Instagram name? Um, I see a lot of people doing that. Really? Hey, what's your Insta? What's your Facebook? And then they holler at them. In the um, you know the messenger type app or the DMs, that's where the whole slide in the DMs thing. You know, I mean that's that's how a lot of people do it. I mean I'm sure there's some traditional. Oh hey, I saw you from across the room. And, that's a crazy one. Oh yeah, I think that you're really pretty, and I mean I I just want to know if I could take you out sometime. Like nobody does that anymore, man. But maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with women. Is that they put way too much, they put way too much pressure on men. And I don't think that's necessary, bro. Because I'm like, Ma, you look good. And yeah, I would like to kick it with you. But tomorrow you're going to work at Claire's. And I have a career. So okay, hold on a second. <laughs> you should not really be disrespecting me in front of all your friends, especially okay. when I'm taking my time. Hold on a second. You, what? So you said you believe that women too much pressure put too much pressure on men. If a dude comes up to a girl yes. and... And shoots a shot. They can be respectful about it. They don't have to be raging bitches about it. Dude. Oh, sure. That is not right. Sure, but you're saying that that especially if they work at Piercing Pagoda well, or Claire's, <laughs> they're just over here like selling you. If they haven't made it to their final destination of a CNA. Oh no, you did <laughs> not, dude. Their final destination. They should. 
not be disrespecting somebody that's taking that it takes guts and courage to go talk to okay. a girl. Okay, that just simply goes to instead of trying to find the person you want to be with, you should be the type of person you want to be with. That's, there you go. That's what that is. Okay, everyone, male or female, is expecting the other person, their their significant other, their soulmate, whatever you want to call it. They're expecting them to be X, Y, and Z. But are you X, Y, and Z? Do you have your life together? Do you have a six pack? Do you make 250 grand a year? True. How do you have the audacity to expect another person to be leveled up in all these parts of life and you're over here a bum? It works both ways with either gender. Now, that brings us to a very interesting topic. Okay. Online, you are known for a stickler about grammar, punctuation, and when you have conversations with people on live, you hold them to a certain standard. Yeah, I hold them accountable for the words that come out of their mouth or their fingers. And I do that because I believe that everybody should be held accountable for the things that come out of them, right? Yeah. Except the social media environment has created this, this, some, this like scenario where it doesn't matter it's apparently unimportant for you to formulate an adult intelligent sentence. And then it's even come to the point where if somebody wants you to, the first thing that everyone does is jump to you're a, a grammar Nazi. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And I mean, sometimes it can be fun, but for the most part, it's like, ease up, dude. Like, you need to lighten up. It's not that serious. If you are communicating in a fashion such as digital, the only way that they have to understand what you're saying are the words that you can read. There's no tone. There's no body language, right? So that's where you have emojis that supplement that. You have these acronyms, right? These internet acronyms. Easy ones would be like LOL. Everyone knows LOL, right? But when you start having these new ones and you produce a sentence that has no comma, no pause, no punctuation whatsoever, you throw a couple acronyms in there, which by the way, acronyms are supposed to be capitalized, but nobody capitalizes these internet lingo acronyms. So you have a sentence where words are summarized, shortened, cut in half, and then you throw in some emojis in between and some acronyms which aren't even capitalized so someone who doesn't know what they are is looking at it as some kind of word because yeah. it's all lowercase. Just nobody can say that what I'm saying isn't true. They can say, I don't care. They can say, you're being a little too, you need to get with it and be able to read it. The point is, is that it is a new form of English. And yes, other people understand it, but not everyone. And my whole point is, is that if you are trying to present yourself or more importantly, if you want to be viewed seriously or taken seriously as an adult or an intelligent person, how upset can you be if someone says, I don't even know what the hell you're typing? Yeah. How mad can you be at that? Because they're, they're just used to it, but they're used to the wrong Correct. Thing. So think about this. We read inspirational quotes, which is it not ironic that on social media like Instagram, all of the inspirational quotes that you read are almost predominantly grammatically incorrect? Like somebody's making There's them. There's a lot of them, yeah. There's a lot of them. And some of them are actually really nice points yeah. or, or sayings that have... Like they're applicable to so many people's issues and that's why they go viral and people share them all over the place. But it's just, it makes me laugh because I'm like, whoever made this had a point, but they can't even present it properly. So it's this thing where think about it, right? Think about this. We're in elementary school. How did we learn how to communicate grammatically correct? How? We had to read it. We had to write it. The teacher would write it on the chalkboard or the whiteboard. Yeah. You would get called up and everyone would get all nervous. You got to go up in front of the class, right? Yeah, yeah, For yeah. anything, right? You got to go up and write it. Like we used to practice cursive, spell this word, or the teacher would call on you and you'd have to read out loud, right? Follow along in the book. Okay. So we learned how to read. We learned how to write and we learned how to spell from listening to the teacher and other students from reading it with our own eyes, whether they wrote it on the board or in front of us on the book and using all of our senses, our ears and our eyes, right? Okay, think about what we do on social media at all seconds of every day. You are reading incorrect English, you are typing incorrect English and you are hearing incorrect English from all these people that you follow, uh, Instagram videos, YouTube videos, whatever, right? Gotcha. So you are literally filling your mind with incorrect English. You are literally undoing your education. Now, if you listen to it and say, cool, I get the hip lingo, the, 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 new, the new language, that's fine. 
And if you're able to turn that off and, and communicate. When needed. When needed. If yeah. you're able to do that, then so be it. But you know what, man? There are more and more and more people who don't know how to turn it off. Yeah. So they're texting. Think about this, guys. You are texting all day long with this shortened English. You are reading texts all day long from this shortened English, right? And, um, and what ends up happening? And what ends up happening, right? You are, that's all you know how to read. That's all you know how to do, okay? So what ends up happening is, is that, that you don't know how to turn it off anymore. Yeah. So I get professional emails or DMs. I go to companies that I've known for years, big companies in our industry, right? Yeah. Sponsorship proposal emails, warranty uh, information emails, tech, you know, from the tech line. Yeah. You get all that. And they're like, hey, Big Mike, look at this. They're like, what is with this new generation? Like, what does that even say? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, that's how they talk. And so that's the problem. So the argument is, it's just social media. Who cares? Anything in this life that you practice, you're going to get good at. And if you are texting your friends and reading their texts and memes and gifts and la, 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 right? Yeah. All day long, you are filling your mind. You're going to get English. good you're, at being bad. Anything you practice, you're going to get good at. And if you're snapping and DMing and posting and commenting all day, guess what you're going to get good at? Yeah. So if you think in proper English and you have to translate it to internet lingo, like contemporary current cool guy lingo, that's one thing. Yeah. But I guarantee you people are starting to think in the shorthand. Yeah. And that's a dangerous thing. Yeah, I've had people that would email us and... um it really bothers me because I feel that they don't have respect for me or the company when they send us emails. Because they think you're just some Joe Schmo. Exactly. It can't possibly be important to generate an intelligent adult email. Like, yo, yo, like, give me bolts and yeah. with a Z. And you're like, son, like, what are you doing? Yo, how much for this? Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes I won't even answer it because... Yeah. I'm like, dude, you can show me a little more respect than that. And that's one... one one issue that I'm trying to work on is that I feel that I've become too close with my my customers and supporters uh, where they think that they don't owe me the same respect. Okay, and what is ironic about that is, is that by you stating that you feel like it's a lack of respect and therefore you don't answer, this new generation of people will say, look at this fool. He doesn't even think he thinks he's so good. He's not even answering. They actually feel that they are being disrespected yeah. by you not answering. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, think about the importance of conveying the proper thought. If you are sending a tech email, right, there is a technical question about why something doesn't work. It could be anything. If it is a technical question and you can't even ask the question properly, how can it be answered properly? Yeah. If it's warranty information, how is the company supposed to know if it's their fault or yours or anything like that if they don't even know exactly what the problem is because you don't know how to use a comma, it's a run-on sentence, nobody knows what's happening. Yeah. And they're sitting over here nudging each other like, hey, do you know what this says? You should be embarrassed if as an adult you send a message or email or whatever to somebody and they have to ask another person do you know what they're saying you the person who sent it should feel embarrassed because you learned proper english you know what a proper noun is you know what somebody there are people who send sponsorship proposals and can't even spell the company that they're asking for free parts from they don't even spell the company name right downstairs okay they don't even capitalize it you guys should be embarrassed not upset that you don't get a response you should be embarrassed if you go back and you read your sentence and say Okay, well, I could have at least spell checked that or, all right, well, whatever. I mean, my friends understand that. This is business, right? When yeah. you get to the real world, they're not going to want you to talk like that. So if you talk to your friends like that, do it. But you need to be able to segue back to the adult professional world. So it's not a grammar Nazi. I'm trying to teach you to undo this nonsense that social media is like shoving in your brain and you're but, allowing it. But you do speak like that with your friends. I don't. When I text, I text. Look at your texts from me. They are grammatically correct. They've actually gotten a little better okay. than before. What do you mean? 
as far as you understanding what I mean. Because I text oh, all day. Oh, I see. So you're talking about me understanding you. Yeah. I thought you were talking about me texting you. No. You, you know. Under, yeah, because in the beginning, when you didn't even use emojis or you really didn't. I chose. I still choose not to. The emojis yeah. on my phone if, are turned off. If anybody, if anybody listening to this now, Big Mike is really new to the 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 the, the like texting and you know, like he was saying. So there would be points where I would text Mike and I would get really angry. I'm like, Mike, you know what the fuck I'm saying, bro? And then he would call me and he's like, I don't know what you mean. And yeah, the way that you would say it, I can see why you would say that you don't. Know yeah, like I mean. literally looked at it and caught maybe every third word, but I, I ended up not understanding the entirety of it. And if it's an important thing, you need to understand what somebody's asking you. Yeah. So I would just call him and be like, hey, what does this mean? And then I'd be able to answer or, and we'd be able to proceed from there. But the thing about it is, man, is that who do you hold accountable, right? like in these interactions with people is the person who is sending the, the message to the warranty tech sponsorship department. Should they be mad that they didn't get an answer? No, but what I'm, what I'm saying is that you can, you can have lax conversations with friends and people that you really know, but when you are online or conducting business or you're talking, you're on your live and you're talking to people that you don't even know, like you feel that they should address you in a certain way because that's how you hold yourself. And I mean, well, I do it because I hold them to a higher standard. Yes. If your friends and the people you communicate with are okay with you communicating like that, cool. But know that when you step into the live stream, I'm not holding anyone to some master's degree in 16th century English literature. We're not yeah. speaking Shakespearean. I'm talking about standard, normal, sixth grade English. If I sent you an email with your name in it, I would capitalize your name. Yeah. It's a proper noun. There's not, it's not even a complex thing. But so I just hold people accountable. And I say, you know what, man? You can talk to your other friends and everything, how, how you do all day, every day. In here, you have to practice regular English. Yeah. And the fact that that's a strain for people, to me, is a very bad sign. Yeah. Because they, they're like, dude, I have to think about it. You shouldn't have to think about how to type a normal sentence. Yeah. That's scary to me. And I and that's actually been rubbing off on me some because I, I'll go on to your lives and I'll see how you interact with people and how they have stepped up their they have their game. Oh yeah, in creating grown sentences. men, dude. exactly. And when I'm on live, I'll see some people come in and they'll be like, "K swap bolts?" Question mark. And that, I'm just like, "That's not even a. That's not even a sentence." First of all, I'm telling a story that has nothing to do with case about a time where right. I killed a dog. Okay, okay, I, I haven't heard that one. And you're asking me about case swap bolts. I appreciate it, but there's a time and a place for everything. And if somebody, if we're all in here, all 20 of us are chilling, and I'm telling a story about when I murdered a dog, and you just came in and said, case swap, how much? Right. That, right. no, that really wouldn't work. Okay, but see, Frank, it, like with a lot of things in life, it comes down to the way you want to perceive it. It's your perspective, right? Yeah. So there are one out of every, like, I don't know, let's say one out of every 10 dudes or ladies. They come in there, and when I say it, they're like, you're a fucking dick. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not a dick. I'm not disrespecting you. It's not personal. I'm simply saying, look at everyone else. Uh, there's 30 other people. No one else is upset. Why are you so upset? Who gives a shit? You know, excuse my language, everyone, but who gives a fuck? You're a dick. It's just social media. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair enough, right? Well, just do me the honor of treating me the way I would treat you and just practice English here. Just practice capitalizing my name. I capitalize your name. Whatever, man, who cares? I'm out. Sometimes they leave or sometimes they just stay and talk shit. And other people are like, bro, he's trying to help you. Yeah. In the real professional world, just think about it. What is being told right here it cannot hurt you. It can only help you. I've had people say to me, bro, I've been in your live stream since I was 15. I started sophomore English. I was getting a C minus. And because of entering your live stream, sometimes I don't even say anything. I just watch. Honestly, man, I've been like consciously thinking about it. And I have literally raised my grade into the B's. No way. Because of your live stream. Wow. No joke. No exaggeration. My teacher has said, you know what? You have really improved. And he's all, I swear on everything. It's because of your live stream. 
So there you go. It's maybe an extreme example, but that's a real life example of someone who honestly, they shouldn't have been getting a C in the first place. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I feel blessed to have been any type of like conduit to get them back to where they needed to be. Now, since you've noticed this, uh, this impact that you have, um, since you've been focusing a little more on social media, mm. is that what inspired you to do the Think Bigger project? Mm. And if you can, just elaborate on it for people that don't know about the project. Well, it would be fair to say that that is one reason, yes, but one of just so many. Yeah. Right? It's just a, one of the many uh, stepping stones that led up to putting these ideas in one place. So the Think Bigger project is actually quite self-explanatory. It is about thinking bigger. It's not about cars. It's not about, it's bigger than that. It is about the way you think. People are successful because of the way they think, not because they're born into money, not because they're luckier. I don't believe in luck. I think it's a random arbitrary concept. I believe that you can make Things become the way they need to be. You can create your future, but that is not that is not from anything other than from the way you think. Yeah. Okay. So my success in the automotive culture and industry does not come from money or luck or circumstances. It comes from the way I think. And I didn't, I was not born with my thought process. I was not born with my perspective. I developed it. I worked on it. And that doesn't end. You always evolve. You grow. Every time you experience something, there's another addition to the way that you view life. And that's what people, but people are not consciously doing that. So the Think Bigger project amongst, amongst anything and everything is to simply help people see the bigger picture. They need to think outside of the box, as cliche as that is, break out of the tunnel that they are inside of. Even a big tunnel, if you are above everyone else, you're still underneath the roof. And the tunnel is underneath the mountain and there's the whole world above it, right? So there's so much more. There's so much more than the way people think. And so that's what the project's about, man. The project is about, it's about changing the way people think to get out of their own way because they are their own biggest limitation. The people they surround themselves with, the social media people or pages they follow, the type of music they listen to, any one of those things can be a help or a hurt. Yeah. It can limit you or it can help you. And sometimes people, even if they mean well, are hurtful. It's just because somebody is good to you doesn't mean they're good for you. Just because something is good to you doesn't mean it's good for you. So you need to be able to sit back and decide if this person or a group of people may not exactly be helping me grow, let's say, academically or financially or you know economically right so the think bigger project for those of you that would like to know just simply go to thinkbiggerproject.com right there on the home page in just a few sentences it's just simply presented there okay in a day and age where ridiculousness is rewarded i mean think about it the more cartoonish you act in real life the more exaggerated your behaviors are the louder you are the more abrasive you are the more polarizing you are in the things that you say the more popular you are if you have a simple clean classy calm message it's not exciting mm -hmm. even if the even if the subject matter is powerful it needs to be presented in some ridiculous, cartoonish fashion. I have to yell at you. I have to tell you that you're an idiot. Wake up. Okay, fair enough. But I mean, at some points in time, why don't I just talk to you like a normal being? I don't have to curse you out. I don't have to say that you're an idiot. Wake the fuck up. Your parents are stupid. I don't have to say any of that. But but because it's not presented in an, in an exaggerated fashion, it doesn't catch people's attention. You know, so you give someone a gift wrapped in black wrapping paper, you give them one wrapped in red, the red one looks more exciting, but the contents are the same. Yeah, right. The bigger the bow, the brighter the color, but what's inside matters. But that's not what it looks like from the outside. So when ridiculousness in a day and age where ridiculousness is rewarded, and attention and fame are the goal, because that's what it's become. Attention and fame are the goal for people. Whereas fame used to be the byproduct of something that you did. Now, fame is the goal. The goal isn't to accomplish something great and the fame would end up just inadvertently occurring. Yeah. It's about being noticed. It's about getting followers. It's about being famous. 
So in a day and age where ridiculousness is rewarded and attention and fame are the goal, the project is there to shift the focus back to what matters. Now let's go ahead and dig into that a little more if we can. One of the the quotes that I like that you came up with um, surrounding the Think Bigger project is, I'm not telling you what to think. I am not telling you what to think. I'm teaching you how to think. How to think. So with all this ridiculousness that's going on with all of these um, viral videos and shenanigans and people selling uh, merch and um, selling themselves and they're not offering anything to the community besides shock value, sure. entertainment, what would you recommend people to do to be able to spot this kind of um, cancer that's growing in the community that is overshadowing so many good and positive things that can help us grow? I think that that's a little bit deeper um, than just a surface type question. And what I mean by that is, is that it comes down to being self-aware, okay? People as individuals need to come up with who they are. Who are you, right? Who are you? What do you believe in? What is your personal belief system? Now, that could be applicable to something as obvious as political, um, definitely as, as profound as religious, but it could just simply be um, the way you decide to carry yourself. It, your manners, right? Do you open a door for a woman? Do you not? It could go all the way that. Do, do you believe in God or not? The point is each person needs to be self-aware. And what's happening is the younger and younger people are spending so much time on social media from a young enough age that they are being formed into whatever they're watching. They are regurgitating the, the, the style of dress, uh, the mannerisms, and the belief system of people because they're not being raised by their parents. Yeah. This is, I mean, so this is really deep. But the point is, you guys, whether you have parents or not, right? And for those of you listening, I don't know your parents' situation. I don't know if you have parents. I don't know if one of them works all the time and you're always home alone. I don't know about any of that. All I know is, is that sometimes you need to learn to get off of your phone. You can read a book. You can walk. That sounds crazy. People think it's crazy. Walk around the block. Go to a park. Observe other human beings. Sit down. Don't stare into the black mirror all day and all night, you guys. Friends are people you spend time with in life, real life. They are not who you DM or emoji or GIF all day long. People you snap all day long are not your friends okay but you are giving them the most powerful thing in your life and that is your time and they have the ability to influence you even if they don't know that they're doing it and even if you don't know that they're doing it so when people know what they believe if you decide that whether it be something like a moral compass and you base your morality on i don't know your religious belief system you need to be able to say that if you're in a situation and somebody's about to do something that you don't believe in, you need to be able to say, I need to leave this situation. But if you don't know what you believe in, or if who you are or what you believe in is based upon the, the, the climate of the, of the group you're in at the time, then that's, that's how you get people who are in situations where they're on a stand having to say, I didn't know or want to be a part of the murder. I didn't know or want to be a part of that robbery. I didn't know they were going to do that. I mean, but I did kind of know, but I didn't want to be there. Well, then why were you there? Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't know what to do. Don't, do not get yourself into those types of situations. By being self-aware, you will know when you need to get out of something before it's too late. And so those types of things is what I'm talking about, man. People are being formed by what they spend the most of their time on, and that's social media. And social media is the most swarming, toxic, ridiculous source of misinformation and mindless, useless entertainment to ever exist. And that's what's filling, forget kids, everyone. Yeah, A definitely. Any age group, any age group. So being self-aware is not some kind of thing that you just achieved. We're always working on it, you know? But I mean, no one's, are you working on it? Like, you need to actively be working on it. 
And you're not because you're not in control of your thought process. You're just filling your mind with just nonsense, guys. And entertainment is cool. Everyone needs a break. If you're studying really hard, you'd say you're working really hard. There's ways to take a break. But by for Pete's sake, please, please take the time to get off your phone and spend time with people in real life. And if your friends don't have time to spend with you in real life, but they have time to snap you, those are not your friends. Those are some kind of digital homie acquaintance thing. Do not confuse the two. Yeah, definitely. And I've actually, um, I've kind of fell victim to that lately. You know, I'm in my early thirties. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm still working on myself. We all and, are, man, for you know, sure. Trying to hone in mm -hmm. on my skills as far as recognizing certain signs um, evaluating the people that I have in my life and who I do give my time to. Mm. Because like you said, time is the most valuable thing. And when people, when you tell somebody that, they, they take it as like a cliche kind sure. of thing. But how many of us have seen somebody that would die for another hour so they could say bye mm -hmm. to their loved ones, mm -hmm. you know? And this is one thing that I like, I like to tie it into business wise, right? Cause I see a lot of these guys, these, these characters and these clowns and these people that are the culture vultures okay. that are, that are taking advantage of the youth who look up to them. Yes. And I try to tell people like this, look, say you work somewhere and you make 10 bucks an hour, right? Okay. Yes. And then you go to you want to support somebody who is selling whatever, okay. whether it's a knockoff item, an unoriginal item, something that is just for their personal gain. Mm. When you give them money for that, you're actually giving them time out of your life. Sure. So if you buy, say you buy two T-shirts from somebody, 40 bucks, 60 bucks, yeah. what have you. Guys, take a seat. Think about this. You are giving that person six hours of your life. Mm -hmm. There's no there's no metaphor. There's no nothing. That is fact. You work actual, $10 an hour. Six hours is $60. You have handed them six hours. Actual, factual. Okay. Six hours. And... You know, if you want to factor taxes in or what have you, you're not making $10 exactly an hour. So you're giving them more time out of your life. You're giving to this person. So this person that you're giving this money and this time to, are they reciprocating? Are they giving you the same respect? And if, I would say no. Yeah, it's, if it's your friends, you apply those same questions that he just said, or if it's a business, does that business portray something that deserves your energy and time? Does that business represent, does it have a resume to come from a place that you actually believe in it, or are you just buying a combination of colors or a symbol or a logo? And you need to be able to admit that to yourself. But people blindly do things, so you need to say to yourself, what am I doing and why am I doing it? And if you can answer those questions, respect. But I don't believe that the majority of people can. Why did you just give this company or person six hours of your time? What do they stand for? I, I don't know. I just like it. Where'd they come from? Yeah. Where did they come from? What did they do? Do they even represent like this brand that's representing you? that you feel represents you? Do they come from a place that even represents your culture? Do they, like, can someone just grab a flag from another country and make stickers? Yes. Why would you buy that, though? Why wouldn't you buy it from someone from that country? Definitely. Something like that. But what's any different from that? If it's automotive-related or lifestyle, skateboarding-related, anything. Did those people even skate? Yeah. <laughs> Do you even skate, bro? And then there are a bunch of skate companies started by people who skated. So if you're going to represent one, which, by the way, whether you like it or not, when you buy a shirt, not only are you giving them your time, not only are you giving them their money, but you are saying, I want to walk around and advertise for this brand and company. Every time I put this shirt or this hat or this thing on my body, I want to walk around and tell people that you need to represent that too. So tell me, what is it that you are representing? And this, 
and this is a big responsibility for the company, the person, whoever you are supporting. They have to hold themselves to a certain standard, just as yourself. The merch that you do have, people are going to wear that and people are going to ask them about that. Correct. And it is your job to explain fully what you represent, yes. where you come from, and your idea and your goal. As far as myself, I always hold myself to the highest. Yes. And whenever I do something, I have to ask, is this going to be good for me as a person? Is it going to be good for me as a company? And are the people that I support going to respect this move should because they respect it yeah exactly because i have so many people out there that spend their hard-earned money and hours of their life yeah with us and what if i went to a show and that person was there and came to me and talked to me and i just brushed them off sure how would they feel about that they just wasted so much of their time mm -hmm. and money supporting me and i'm not even the same person that i represented online yes i have no history there's nothing you can google to look up to see where i came from and i think that's one of the reasons that that you and i get the support that we do is because you can physically go back and look at where we came from and where we are now and people could foresee the history the future that we have coming up and it's because of the way that we've held ourselves the um the morals that that we have and the standards that we hold ourselves up to. Mm -hmm. So if the person that the person, the company, or what have you, if they're not going in the direction that you would support, yeah, that you would respect, if you wouldn't want to introduce this person to your family, right. you probably shouldn't be supporting them with your time and money. Correct. Correct. I mean, that's like you bring it up. You bring up a very good point. You know, so instead of it being this version of well, okay, hey, what you're wearing, tell me what that represents. When it comes to the Think Bigger project, the merchandise to me is such a small part of it because I want you to go to the website, I want you to listen or watch the, the videos, and I want you to decide that you agree or are moved by what you have seen and read. And then if you decide, which I believe you will, to then want to represent, then you'll do that, which is the complete opposite. Instead of people already buying stuff just blindly and then being like, can you please tell me what that's about? Instead of that order, I want it to be the opposite. Yeah. I want you to know what it's about, believe in it, and then want to be a part of it and support it. So that's what the Think Bigger project is, man. I mean, it is literally a change in the way people think about themselves, think about others, their time, their value, and things like that. So, you know, you have to watch, you have to read, and then if something resonates with you, speak on it. And these are discussions that Mike and myself have had for years, and I'm I'm very excited, and I want to see where this project is going to go because the where it's gone in the last what maybe six months? six months six yeah. months yeah or so. six months shipped all over the UK, all up and down the East Coast. Shout out to everyone in the South and the East Coast. I mean, those people are about it, you know, and um, and it's just an amazing thing that I need to ship something to Japan. I need to ship to England. I've shipped to, dude, I don't know, uh, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia. And I mean, you know, we're talking single units, couple units. It's not like some crazy thing. But you have this digital connection, the internet, where instead of filling your mind with nonsense, you can have a community and grow and help each other. And you can wear something in the context of merchandise that you're proud of. If somebody's like, hey, think bigger, tell me about that. Yep. That is an opportunity for you, whoever you may be, wearing just the hat or just the shirt, just having a sticker, right? And somebody will ask you about it. You can be like, you know what, man? It's just trying to change the way people think. Take the time to go to the dot com, and it's a domino effect. One of my boys, right? He travels for work. He's a corporate exec. One of his uh, nice, quality, expensive um a hard shell check-in suitcases. You might have like a Toomey or something baller, you know? Yeah. He bought the I appreciate you. So we'll touch on that sticker, right? He, he was like, yo, I love it. Let me get that. So he, he buys it and he puts it on, on his suitcase. He travels, man, so much. Like he, he's always on the road, you know? And so he, he texts me a week later and he's like, I'm at an airport in the middle of nowhere. And I get my bag off the baggage claim 
the carousel and some older uh, lady, you know, uh, cruises on over older in like 60s, he says, he guesses. And she's like, you know what? In this day where there's so much foolishness and, 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 and negativity and craziness, something as simple as that sticker, I read it and it says, I appreciate you. I don't know what that's about, but I just wanted to say thank you for doing that. And this dude texts me that and he's like, it's just three words, powerful words. So for those of you wondering what I'm talking about, thank you. Something um, very, very much just maybe out of habit or manners. You say thank you when someone does something for you. And it's it, even that's disappearing. But, you know, we should always say thank you. But I turned it into something more personal. Thank you is a little bit general. It's it's mannered and it's a nice, polite thing to do and say. But I, I, I kind of turned it into something more personal. And instead of just saying thank you, I look at the person who just did whatever they may have done for me, as simple as holding the door or whatnot. And I say, I appreciate you. I appreciate you as a very direct and personal and powerful statement. And it's simple and quick right then and there. And so that's kind of a thing where I, I remember looking at someone and just saying it offhandedly because I've formed a habit of just saying that to people. And I said, I appreciate you. And this person, they were in their uh, late 20s. They stopped dead in their tracks and they looked at me and it made me stop because I thought that, you know, I didn't know what just happened. And they were like, what did you just say? I was like, are we going to throw hands right now? Like, is this person like trying to get bowdy? You saw the body language. Though he froze up and he was like, I said, I said, I appreciate you. And he stopped and he like looked up into the left, you know, kind of like when you're thinking about yeah. something. And he was like. I actually believe that that is the first time in my entire life someone has ever said the words, I appreciate you wow. to me. And he said, uh, I appreciate you. Converted right in that moment. Okay. Now, Mike SI, right? He's sitting right here. He says that he, he felt kind of the power in those words and now he uses it. And he's seen people change, like their vibe changes. Because it's something direct. You look eye contact, like a quality handshake when someone looks at you. It's like more powerful than that. And, and so these are the examples of things that can come out of the Think Bigger project. How you thank someone. How you think. And things like that. It's much bigger than cars. I think some people, because I'm a very well-known car guy, you know, in our world, in our import culture and bubble, you know. But I think it's just natural. They're like, oh, it's a car brand, you know. It's not. It's so much bigger than that, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. And um, if you guys are just tuning in, this is Downtime with Downstar. And the thing about this podcast is it's not an interview. We don't have any subjects that we have to cover. This is basically a conversation between two people. And I feel it's going to be people that I find that have something to bring to the table. And it's not going to be automotive. It's not only going to be my friends. It could be somebody that, that would introduce me to somebody else. And the people that are going to be on this is people that I think will help you guys. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to start it off with you is because we always have these extremely deep conversations. And if we would have had all of these on deck, um, I think the value in it is huge i see because you have a really good way of wording things and making it a norm or making it easier to digest Mm. and there's not many people in our community or people that i've even come in contact with in real life that have that same power that you do Mm. so that's why i want to have you touch on certain subjects that people have Let's say they don't fully understand. And one of the one of the things that I wanted to touch on, and you have a really eloquent way of explaining it, is the number of followers on social media. So if you guys aren't following Mike on his Instagram, you have maybe sixteen thousand followers. Um, I think it's nineteen thousand now. My bad. My I mean, bad. It's very, it's very small. So so he has 19,000 followers on Instagram. Mike's been in the Honda community, a staple in the Honda community since I've been in it. I, I got in about 2007, 2008, and I was already looking up to Big Mike. And he's been on TV shows. He's been on SEMA. He's on the, the, the SEMA board. And he 
if you were looking at him and his resume, he would definitely be somebody that you would think would have hundreds of thousands, even million followers. But I wanted to see if you could touch on that a mm. little bit. What what do you think followers to how much actual quote unquote clout you really have? I know you're not going to like that word clout, but. Okay, well, to be objective, to answer that, um, you know, the there is a very big problem with the age of social media and followers because the amount of followers somebody has is the credibility factor, okay? When somebody uh, on the forums back in the day, if you asked a question and somebody with 119 posts answered you, you were like, okay. If someone with 1,000 posts answered, you were like, okay, that's going to be the correct answer. Even if the other answer was correct and first, it didn't matter. And that is kind of how I equate this credibility factor or this rating system that has consciously or like unconsciously started to exist in people's minds. So you have people who will look at a Twitter account, a Facebook account, an Instagram account, and the bigger the following, the more important that person must be. And that is the most ridiculously unrealistic ratio ever. So in the context of what you're asking me, um, my influence or resume based on the followers, it's, it's laughable. That's why I said it's a small amount because you're, you're, we're all so used to these gargantuan numbers. People have hundreds of thousands and people have even millions like YouTube subscribers. If someone says, oh, I have a YouTube video, how many views does it have? Um, I don't know, like 400, you, you know, even if you're not a mean person, you're not going to take that seriously. Correct. You're just not. You're like, okay, well, it can't be that real. It can't be that important. It can't be that major. But the the videos that have 400,000 or 4 million, um, what, what are they, what, like, what are they really doing? Yeah. Okay. So to, to get more specific to the way you asked it, um, why I think that I don't have, you know, I mean, it, part of that is why do you think I don't have such a big following? Well, I don't, I don't utilize it as much as others do, number one. And the way they set up the algorithms and the way all of these things are designed, they're designed for you to want or need to be on there recurringly and as often as possible because they don't really want you to, get, to ever get off of it. So Instagram, you hit a .com link, you don't leave Instagram. You, Instagram opens up a browser. Why do they do that? Because the chances of if it opened up and went to a, a, a tab, a separate tab, the chances of you going back are less. So they created it. So you hit a .com link in Instagram and you stay in Instagram. And when you're done, you exit out. And where are you? You're right back to the page you were just on in Instagram. And that's there's nothing revolutionary, revolutionary about that, you guys. They don't want you to ever get off. So the more you post, the more hashtags you use, the more often you're on the story, the more you use all the features that they optimize on the search engine, your stuff's more found, you get more followers, you get more likes, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I flat out choose to disregard all of that. I flat out choose to disregard it. I do not want that toxic type of mindset to set in where I'm like, okay, I need to post this because then it will help me stay relevant. No, hell no. It's toxic. It's evil. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I, in a day and age where that's dying, would rather my actions in real life, right, speak for me. So there are people kind of tied into what I was talking about earlier. If you act like a cartoon character, if you make crazy facial expressions, if you dress a certain way, if you you know, play off of certain gimmicks or styles or, or, you know, it's even if it's all malicious marketing, it's marketing. And that's going to be something that's more attractive because it's different. It's cool. It's, it's atypical. But if you just talk to someone in a, you know, relaxed, calm tone, and you have an adult conversation with them, even if you are treating them with more respect than all these other people are, it's not as exciting. And that's the danger of things like social media, 
smoke, mirrors, glitz, glamour, strobe lights, flashing lights. You know, it has to be the biggest bow, the brightest color, right, etc. You guys have to think bigger than that. Think past what's right in front of you. Look past the smoke. Look past the mirrors, the lasers, the color, the bow, the packaging. What really are they giving you? And they're giving you fucking nonsense. Okay? They're Fast giving, food. They're giving you nonsense. All right? You guys need to understand what it is. If you choose to take a 5, 10, 20, 35-hour block of your week to be entertained, right? Entertainment. It is purely entertainment. It is for your relaxation. If you choose to do that, then make sure that you do yourself the honor of categorizing these people and these things as nothing but entertainment. They are not your leaders. They do not give a fuck about what it does to you, okay? They don't. And if they do, if they try to act like they do, just look past the gimmicks, the accents, the facial expressions, the colors, the, the lasers, the, the just look past it all. What is the point of what they do? So my follower account is small. It's small for logical reasons. I think very literal logical reasons such as I don't utilize search engine optimization SEO I don't post every day I don't utilize hashtags I don't do those things I'm not on Snapchat I'm not on Facebook which business and PR firms that have contacted me to represent me agencies the first thing they say is oh you need a Facebook account it is it is a public figure uh persona suicide to not utilize all of these social media accounts and I said I, I won't do that. Why will I not do that? Because A, I'll end up living my life staring at my phone. Or B, I'll end up having to hire a person or company to run my social media. In which case, that's no longer me interacting with you guys. Yeah. So I won't do it. I won't do it. So the fact that I can't grow quantifiably as far as followers on, say, Instagram doesn't bother me. Because I have a resume that is deeper by miles than people with multitude more thousands than me and so therefore it is an irrelevant factor or scale to me so the people who know will look at it and they know what i've done or what i'm doing and i appreciate them everyone else they're gonna need to look a little bit past the surface